When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Sports Comedy Podcast is not tanking, we just have something in our eye. I'm your host, Adam Weinerman. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, sitting in the seat of the plane back from Germany Bill Belichick was supposed to take, and Jim Harbaugh's WebMD alternative, the iron wall that viruses bash against and shatter.com. Big show today, comedian Anthony Anderson, you know him from everything, will end the SAG strike in style on behalf of Charmin. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher was fired this weekend, collecting a $77 million buyout. That's three times the previous record for a college coach, and the most anyone has been paid to go away since NBC dialed up Drew Brees. Fisher will now take some time away from football to spend more time with his family. This is a new $77 million super yacht. The New England Patriots fell to the Indianapolis Colts in Germany 10-6, not the first time a German tank promised a brighter future. Just a shame all the Patriots fans who went to the game now have to flee to Brazil. Really brutal Robert Kraft had to fly to Frankfurt for this too, especially since he scheduled a pit stop at Orchids of Asia first. And did anyone see Bill Belichick with his head in his hands after the loss? Karma is the guy from the cheats. Aaron Rodgers told the Sunday Night Football booth that he plans to return to the Jets in mid-December, only three months after his Achilles injury. That's a really big step, but remember that's how he got hurt in the first place. Rodgers credits his quick healing to definitely not modern medicine. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is out for the season with a fractured shoulder, though Watson has vowed to get second, third, and fourth medical opinions if he has to, preferably in dimly lit rooms. More terrible news for Watson, though, as his shoulder was determined to be nowhere near his groin. Rookie CJ Stroud is at it again, leading the Texans past the Bengals 30-27 with another last-second game-winning drive. And in other good news, Bryce Young finally flossed that popcorn kernel out of his teeth. Stroud has officially entered the MVP conversation, to say the MVP is still Patrick Mahomes before exiting. Kyler Murray led a late scoring drive with a mad dash to notch a Cardinals victory in his first game back from an ACL tear. Hey, duty called. Murray's win pushed the Cardinals out of position to make a top two pick. Wait, you can do something to prevent them from replacing you? Said Joe Biden as he raced for a first down on third and 10. 
The Steelers were outgained again Sunday for the ninth straight game, but beat the Packers to go 6-3. That means Mike Tomlin has another angry full sentence to yell at people at the pierogi shop who tell him to kick rocks. You know how good a coach Tomlin is? They replaced Najee Harris with two kids in a trench coat and you didn't even notice. Kenny Pickett hasn't had use of his right arm in weeks, if not years. He's just tossing the ball with his left and blowing it forward. And it has not mattered. Tomlin didn't even let Jared Leto climbing the Empire State Building distract him from game planning this week. It was the only thing I could think about all week. Masterclass. Up 34-3, the 49ers force-fed Christian McCaffrey the ball four times in the red zone to try to extend his record-tying 17-game touchdown streak. Not saying it was poor sportsmanship, but instead of post-game handshakes, the Niners did finger guns with their flies down. Not saying it was against the spirit of the game, but I think I saw Kyle Shanahan kneeing the ghost of Bill Walsh in the dong. Bill Belichick is rolling over in this grave. Giants rookie quarterback Tommy DeVito revealed this week he still lives at home and eats his mom's cooking every night. During Giants-Cowboys, he proved he also eats turf. In just one game, DeVito went from living with his mom and dad to wishing he'd never been born. The DeVito story would also be cuter if he wasn't somehow 25 years old. That's like when you find out a Little Leaguer in the World Series hit an inspiring homer dedicated to his grandpa in the hospital, but then it cuts to the kid and he's got a Fu Manchu drinking a Mad Dog. Sup? Yeah, Miss Grampy. And Michigan's Jim Harbaugh will spend the remainder of the regular season suspended over the Wolverines' cheating scandal. He's allowed to return for the college football playoff, but would rather watch from the stands. And now, Anthony Anderson on behalf of Charmin. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Adam Weinerb on behalf of Fansided here today with Anthony Anderson. And Anthony, you are here on behalf of Charmin. I'm told this is your second product launch with Charmin. Why don't you start off by just telling me more about this product? Well, this product, you know, uh, Charmin has always been about making your bathroom experience better. Uh, and, you know, they listen to their consumers. The consumers called in and complained and said, you know, they're tired of the the toilet paper sheets being the way that they are, the square, they can never get a proper tear, they can never get anything right, they're always wasting paper. Uh, so Charmin listened to them, and uh, it's been 100 years, 100 years since Charmin has changed the look of the, their toilet paper. So this iteration, they reinvented the square to uh, give it an easier tear. Boom, a smoother tear is what I'm talking about. Look at that, it's no longer a square. It's square-ish, but it's not a square. And they have these scalloped, wavy edges right here. And this is what it's about. They listen to their consumer, and this is the new product that they're bringing. And here it is right here in the blue package, Charmin, ultra soft, smooth tear. That's what you want to get. I appreciate you bringing it along. It's a visual medium. It definitely helped me out. Um, you are busy with not only the uh, the Charmin sponsorship, but you just had a travel show with your mom tripping with Anthony Anderson and Mama Doris. Uh, hit Peacock. Now, I don't know if I could stomach doing a travel show with my mom. Did you settle any longstanding beefs from childhood or did it only kind of get worse? Uh, we created some new beefs. You know, we created new beefs. It's, uh, 
you know, it was interesting uh, spending, you know, six weeks uh, with my mother on the road. Uh, first off, I'll say it, it was a beautiful thing creating these lifelong memories with my mother. Uh, you know, this is something that she always wanted to do. She wanted to entertain. And I thought, what better way than to give her this type of gift and celebrate her in this way. Uh, and on top of that, have a film crew come along and document it. And on top of that, have her get a paycheck. So, you know, she was excited uh, uh, more so about the paycheck than anything else. Uh, if you know my mother and her bingo habits. But uh, we had a great time. You know, with the show, you get to see the bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, you know, it, it was authentic. It was real. Uh, some moments were a little bit more tense than others. Uh, again, spending 24 hours a day, seven days a week with your mother, and you can't get away from her. And she can't get away from you. So, um, you know, uh, it, it started to wear at, uh, at, at one point. But then, we you know, we got back on track, as any really great relationship does. Now, I want to talk sports with you, too. You have experience at both MLB's All-Star Weekend and the NBA All-Star Weekend playing in their celebrity events. Um, how would you compare the two, like the All-Star Softball versus the NBA Celebrity Game, which is sort of a more fun event for you? Uh, well, now that I'm 53 and my knees and ankles don't weigh, uh, uh, work as they used to, uh, uh, softball is a lot, lot easier for me to play, uh, even though I, I love playing basketball, but you know, who wants to be 53, uh, with a torn ACL? Why? Playing in a celebrity game. Why Anthony? Cause they asked me, uh, not worth it. Um, but I, I, I enjoy both. Uh, it's a great time. Both organizations, both leagues are great. Uh, you know, have always welcomed me. Uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, I love the opportunity and the chance that I get uh, to show what little talent I have on a baseball diamond, softball field, or uh, a basketball court. You've both played in and hosted the NBA's game. Um, who was better than you thought they would be at basketball? And, and who was maybe a little worse? Who was better than I thought they'd be? Well, first off, I'll talk about uh, the worst guy, Kevin Hart. Uh, is the worst. And I don't understand how he got MVPs uh, all those years uh, during the celebrity game. Uh, I think it's because of the trash talking. But Kevin Hart is uh, is the worst player on earth. Um, who would I think is the uh, who's better than I, than I thought? Jamie. And not that I thought he was bad, but we used to play in the celebrity league together and ended up playing alongside one another and uh, against one another. And uh, like I said, never thought, oh, he sucks. But it's just like, oh, damn, I didn't know he was as good as he is. You know, one of those things. Just like when they see me, when they see me play, when I played, they were like, oh, I didn't know Fat Boy could move like that. Fat Boy can jump. You know, so I'm pretty sure they, I would like to think they were impressed with my athletic prowess as, uh, as a heavyset brother at the time. I appreciate that answer because I feel like when I ask people usually like, hey, who's the best and who is the worst? People aren't willing to answer worst. They're like, oh, you know, everyone's fine. And you went to worst first. You're like, well, let me get this out of the way. I got to. You know, I played with Kevin. Kevin's a ball hog. You know, he always wanted it. It was about him. You know, the last time we played together was uh, in Toronto, the NBA All-Star in Toronto. And every time I touched the ball, he's like, give me the ball. I was like, look, sucker, I can shoot too. Um, 
So that, that's why that's that's why I'm coming at Kevin the way that I am. Of course. Uh, well, I mean, anyone who doubts your skills <laughs> probably probably doesn't probably doesn't know that one of your first roles was in Hang Time with with yeah, Reggie yeah. and and with a bunch of NBA guests. Um, which NBA guests on that show were the most memorable to you? I mean, you were in Kobe's episode, right? Uh, well, I like to say that Kobe was in my episode. It was my show. Uh, but it's interesting that you bring that up. I, I, I would say Kobe. You know, we, we had great athletes on the show from the NBA uh, and, and just uh, from tra- track and field. You know, we had Flojo on the show. I mean, the, the, the list goes on and on about the players that we have. But Kobe was a special one because I had just happened to be in the executive producer's office or in the writer's room one day. And they were like, yeah, we would love you know, we would love to have Kobe on the show. And this was his rookie season. And I was like, oh, we're really? They were like, yeah. And so I befriended Kobe's sister uh, and, and met the family at one point. I was like, well, you know, Kobe's on the back lot right now with Derek Fisher. They're back there doing, uh, they were doing something on uh, In the House with LL Cool J and Debbie Allen. And so I said, let me go back there and talk to Kobe. So I went back uh, on a different soundstage you know, had had met Kobe before, knew Derek Fisher, was talking to them. And I was like, hey, Kobe, you know, I'm on this show, Hang Time. He's like, yeah, I watch it. And I was like, yeah, they're interested in having you on the show. Could you come talk to our producers? And he's like, sure. So he he walked with me to the production office, sat down with the producers the, and the showrunner. And they were like, well, who do we call to get you on the show? And Kobe said, call my mom. And that was it. And the next week, uh, I want to say it was that soon. I, I believe he had the time. The next week, Kobe was on our show. Um, I got his game shoes that he wore on our show. This is this was his rookie year, so he was he had a deal with Adidas. So I was like, "Yo, Kobe, can I have those shoes?" And uh, he gave me the shoes and signed them for me. So I, I have them uh, in one of my closets at home right now. That's uh, an unbelievable story, and I I'm glad you're as much of a memorabilia collector as I feel like I would be in that situation. Like I don't I wouldn't yeah. have left I, I would have left with shoes too. I think. Um, yeah. And the crazy part about it, Adam, he signed the shoes and gave them to me. I wore them to work the next day and played in them. And the kid <laughs> and, and my castmates are like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Yo, Kobe wore these shoes. We were the same size. It was 13." I was like, "Yo, Kobe wore these shoes. I'm gonna wear them." And I was bawling. It was like, man, you know, man, you gonna mess up the autograph and all this. I was like, well, we know he signed him. And then, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be playing in these <laughs> shoes. But I got a nice run out of them, and I took them off, and I never wore them again. And uh, they've been sitting um, in my closet in my office at home, uh, twenty-five years now. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That that's impre- amazing, and and if you mess up the autograph, it kind of becomes like an NFT. Like you remember it was there, but nobody else gets to see it. So I'm yeah, I'm glad that you you took them off before you, the autograph rubbed out. Yeah. Uh, what about uh? What about we'll close on this. What about this season's NBA campaign? Do do any teams or players strike you as charm and soft? Maybe James Harden. No, hey 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 man, I'm a Clipper fan. So uh, watch what you say about James Harden. He's not a Clipper now. Uh, we're going to see, we're, we're, we're going to see what, uh, you know, look, man, he's a 10 time all-star, you know, uh, we're going to see what, uh, uh, how he helps our, our team. We, we, we look pretty good. I mean, you know, this is a contract year for Kawhi and for Paul George and a one-year deal 
with uh, with James. So it, it's you know we're going for it. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Well, Anthony, thank you so much, and I'll make sure that this video gets to Kevin Hart's people. I, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm sure you will. And Kevin's going to talk a lot of shit, but all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, you got it, Adam. Thank you. Anthony Anderson, everybody. On behalf of Charmin, bet you didn't expect that Kobe story today, and bet you did expect that Kevin Hart roast. And now, the internal monologue of Jets offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Okay, first and ten, it's go time, Nathaniel. Uh, this is what an offense coordinator dreams of. Zach Wilson and a fresh set of downs. Damn, I had a great bagel this morning. Groovy, baby. <laughs> yeah, egg bagel. I put eggs on it. You ever think eggs the bagel is jealous of eggs the thing? Because they can never quite be eggs. Oh, shit, it's second down. What I call shotgun draw. Okay, so that means it's second and 11. Solid try, subconscious hack it, but not quite. All right, we can take a shot here. Go for a chunk play. Nobody would be expecting that, mostly because of the Zach Wilson of it all. You know, people say he has trouble going beyond his first read, but at least he reads. At least the whole first grade class doesn't laugh at him when he tries to pronounce it walk. At least that doesn't happen more than a couple times before he figures it out. Oop, second down just happened. Come on, Nathaniel. Zach, we went over this and well through. Okay, Nathaniel, keep your composure. Never use a nickname. Always call yourself full Nathaniel. Third and 11, 6-3 score, 220 left in the fourth. This is when you can really open up the playbook. Show them all that stuff you've been working on. Translate your doodles. Oh, God, maybe the taunts were right. This is gibberish. You can't escape them. After all, the Daily News back pages write themselves when your name is Nathaniel Hackett. I can see it now. He can't Nathaniel it. I'm so sick of these other so-called geniuses and their so-called plays. Sure, Sean Payton can dial up a flip touchdown to Javante Williams on the road in Buffalo, but can he do this? Sorry if you can't see me, I'm touching my nose with my tongue. Okay, Zach, let's do Jet Chip Bang 84 West Park. No, 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 I know you're walking off the field and it's already fourth down. I'm saying after the game there's gonna be a party with chips at 84 West Park, so let's bang. I'm tired, where's my water bottle? When did I last see it? Oh, eighth grade math class, right. Man, I wonder if when you die you can get reincarnated. It would be so awesome to get reincarnated as Mike McDaniel or like a big horse. Okay, is everyone else already on the team plane? <laughs> I'm alone in the stadium and it's dark. <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> Aaron! Wouldn't it be cool to be a big horse? That's it for this week. Good luck to that man. My thanks to Anthony Anderson and Bill Belichick for being you. See you in two weeks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.